Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast, where we take bite-sized pieces of the Fit Design content you know and love and break it down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. On today's FitBite, we'll be covering some more of your beginners' questions on all things textiles and textile technology that you might be a little bit embarrassed to ask. Think of this episode as an introductory series into this wild world of fabrics, and I'll be pulling in from my personal experience as a fashion designer working in sportswear over the last five years, and we'll go from there. Guys, if you've ever been interested in why you think fabrics are more or less likely to pill, or which fabrics are typically the best for dyeing, then this episode is going to be for you. Starting off, this is probably one of the most pressing questions that designers and consumers alike are going to have and it has to do with the topic of fabric pilling we've done a separate video in the past that i highly recommend you check out and we kind of went through what pilling is why it occurs how to prevent it but really what fabrics are most likely to pill maybe you ask this question because you want to know which fabrics to use or which fabrics to stay away from as a consumer in general the only fabric that is not going to pill is going to be leather all fabrics typically pill over time but the question is how much time does that take and how effective are they? Typically, long staple fiber fabrics are going to resist the effects of pilling much better than shorter staple fabrics. And we've done another separate video in the past where we've sort of outlined what the staple length of a fiber has to do with the hand touch and its performance over time. For example, cotton versus Pima cotton. Pima cotton is a cotton fiber that has a longer staple length and therefore it will pill much less readily than natural cotton. Let's look at synthetic fibers as well. Do they pill? Of course they pill. Typically polyester, which has shorter staple fibers because it's man-made, will pill over time as it begins to accumulate electricity. So in general, you can't get away from fiber pilling. The shorter the staple length, the more likely it is to pill. Number two, which fabrics or fibers are best suited for custom dyeing? Whether you're doing a do-it-yourself project or you're looking to mass manufacture a specific type of legging with a specific type of Pantone color code, which fibers are going to be your best bet towards getting that most accurate color representation and the color fastness you need? Well, in general, wool, cotton, linen, nylon, and sometimes polyester generally respond very, very well to dyeing. And they typically hold on to their colors, aka the color fastness, much more readily than other types of alternative fibers. Definitely do your research and make sure that you're sticking to these types of fibers if you want to maintain color fastness over time and you want the vibrancy and the accuracy of your color to be on point. This leads us on to our third question, which would come down to which fabrics are going to be the best for printing. It all comes down to the specific type of printing method you want to use. Let's just say you're doing some form of transfer printing, like a sublimation print. In this case, polyester is going to be your only option or your best option just because of the way that it's going to chemically react with that process versus something that's more of a traditional transfer method, if that makes sense. Cotton here is going to be your best option. So let's just say you're using a roller print or a flatbed print using a screen. Definitely cotton is going to be a much, much better option just because cotton in general has a much better absorbency in terms of its performance versus something like a nylon or a polyester. 
Number four, now let's move on to the topic of durability. Is there a specific type of fabric construction technique that makes a fiber or a fabric more durable? Well, in short, there's really no specific type of fabric construction that makes a fabric more durable than another fabric, but there are sort of rules to be followed. In general, woven fabrics are going to be more durable than knitted fabrics, simply because of the way that the knits or the fibers and the strands come together. And even within the woven family, there are specific types of weaves like the twill weave and also the basket weave that are going to be more durable than other types of standard weaves, like a plain weave. In general, twill weaves, basket weaves are going to be very, very prominent on outer gear, on workwear, specifically because of their robustness and their durability. And lastly, to round out, why are some fabrics more breathable or more insulating than others? What does this come down to? In general, the breathability and the insulation of fabrics is going to depend on three key things. Number one, the type of fiber used. Two, the thickness of that fiber. And three, the weaving structure. In general, cotton is going to be considered more breathable than something like polyester because it has thinner yarns. It has a typically, or it's seen typically in more looser weaving structures, which allows air to flow through and it just creates an overall lightweight feel to the garment versus something that's made out of polyester. Well guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this vidbyte. Hopefully you've learned a thing or two on all things based on the topics we covered in terms of which fabrics are more likely to pill, which fabrics are more breathable or insulating than others. And if you guys think I missed any key questions, definitely feel free to leave them in the review of this podcast below. Also, you can check the link in the description. And if you want to hop on a one-on-one consultation call with me personally, you have something that you want to know about, or you have a specific situation in your own fashion brand that you want to address, definitely check the link in the description and we can book a one-on-one call. Guys, Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of FitBite. Until next week's episode, stay awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of FitBite. If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next. And until next time, stay awesome.